Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And uh, this is the holiday after episode. Ah, yes. So how was your holiday, Manny? I worked. All right. Exciting. Yeah. Very I, exciting. I, I, yeah, re- <laughs> My sister had the whole week off because she's a teacher. Her boyfriend had the whole week off, so they were just together the whole time. Uh, me and my dad, we own a business, responsibilities of a business, so we were just working regardless of the holidays. Yeah, and since you work at home and plants are there and everything, it's you can't really avoid it at all. Yeah, I mean, for Thursday or Thanksgiving, we did have like the half the day, uh, so we just got off like around noon and that's about it. Yeah. All right, well, you got an early day. Pretty much. Okay. Did you guys uh, have any family come over? I know you were saying that you weren't sure you guys were just going to do your thing and if anybody showed up kind of thing. Pretty much. I mean, we had uh, my grandparents come over and then uh, we also had uh, my sister's boyfriend, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Kept it small. Kept it yeah, small. Yeah, kept it small. Kept it small. Um, and then just for the rest of the weekend, too, just relax. Probably the most interesting thing well, was the Mike Tyson versus Roy, jo- Roy Jones Jr. fight. Yes, I saw you kept posting uh, um, things on your story about that. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the The entire fight was just a comedy shit show. I mean, that's what it all was set up to be, right? Uh, it was more. It was just more of like a charity thing. So they were actually doing it just like to raise money and stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought they were just milking celebrity fights, kind of thing. <laughs> no, especially if you have like the God of War, Iron Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Which each of them have great uh, professional records in the boxing industry and everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the most thing about the shit show was Jake Paul versus uh, Nate Robinson. Yep. Jake Paul being a YouTuber, getting to boxing right after his brother did a boxing match with another YouTuber. I think I don't know who these guys are sometimes that they they've been doing fights with. So sometimes I don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, Nate Robinson, of course, though, he is a former NBA, NBA player for the Chicago Bulls. And at the, it looks like he was trying to do some rap game after after not being in the NBA anymore. I mean, granted, it looked like one of those like uh, Olympic wrestling matches, like the one you wear the leotards <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Because in the first few seconds of the first uh, round of their fight, it just looked like they were trying to grapple each other and stuff and try to pin each other to the ground, which was funny, honestly. That was probably the best highlight of the fight because we were just laughing our asses off. And then when it came down to the knockout, it just reminded me of Yamcha from DBZ. <laughs> I think you showed me that meme. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Mike Tyson, yeah, of course, he won the fight, but they ended in a draw, which I think was complete bullshit. And even Mike Tyson even like said, it's like, a, it's like, I've been out of the game for like 18 years. This guy had his last fight three years ago and everybody's worried about his ass. What about my ass, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell he was very getting pissed off um, during the fight because Roy Jones Jr. kept uh, hugging him and grappling. Yeah. Because it, it clearly looked like he was actually terrified being in the ring with Mike Tyson. I would be too. No, and he was out of shape. I mean, Mike Tyson I would kept, be too. <laughs> Mike Tyson was still in his shape. I don't care if he's that old. Not in his prime, but he looked like he was still in shape. Yeah. No, well, he's kind of far past his prime at this point. Best highlight, though, was Snoop Dogg's commentary. He was in the commentary with all oh, the commentators, man. and his commentary was, um, I think that was, like, what made the whole fight just, everything just very unforgettable. Yeah. He's a true jack of all trades. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he touches into everything. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. He's a jack of all trades, but only being one trade. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter if he's acting, if he's singing, if he's doing whatever, or a guest appearance on a talk show. He is him no matter what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. And then this fight was, uh, a, from my understanding, it was a charity, a fundraiser event. Um, they also had their biggest promoter since Snoop Dogg was on it was Weed Maps. So, All right, makes sense. Uh, from what I learned, Weed Maps is like Uber, but with, for weed. Yeah, well, before that, they used to kind of be, uh, before the Uber part, they used to be just kind of like where you locate dispensaries and stuff. Yeah. I think now they expanded to kind of doing some deliveries and stuff. Yeah. Um, I personally thought this was kind of more like WWE because they started to have musical performers and everything uh, performing. They're doing full-on concerts, like not just one song and just that's it. No, they were doing like five songs, six songs. 
they had uh, YG, French Montana. Uh, I forgot who else they had. I think it was Wiz Khalifa. And, of course, Snoop Dogg also performed. Lil Wayne was supposed to perform, but he apparently there were some logistics issues, so he couldn't come anymore, so that's why they had YG. Okay. Which I think was just pointless, regardless, just watching it. I mean, I guess they're trying to keep everybody entertained because they didn't have a crowd at that at the Staples Center. That's where they had it. Yeah, yeah. They had no crowds because they didn't know it do any ticket sales for the event because of course the covid but. yeah yeah So i guess yeah. they were just trying to keep everybody entertained and everything did they do any uh fake stadium people i like how like um oh who was no. it like the baseball stadium had no. the cardboard cutouts and i think the soccer game that had like blow up sex dolls in the in the stadium stands so the whole stadium was pitch black they only had light where the ring was okay so they went with just kind of just the blackout yes Okay, that's they should have put was. sex dolls and lights like around the ring, like where the commentators. That's it, and the entrance hall. But that's it, nothing else. Okay, I guess that's one workaround for it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. How was your Thanksgiving? It was chill, chill? super chill. Yeah, and like I said, it stayed kind of small because uh, my sister and two of my brother-in-laws all got the COVID. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So they all quarantined, and uh, we did like a little family Zoom call, which was annoying (laughs) yeah you you can't get like 13 people on one zoom call and expect it to go smoothly no yeah definitely everybody's talking over everybody i just kind of muted it and just waved occasionally (laughs) (laughs) and when i saw people kind of starting to sign out then i kind of popped in and said hello to whoever whoever was there (laughs) yeah just yeah no i'm not having that other than that i think uh my sister-in-law my dad came Mm -hmm. that was pretty much it Okay. So, mine was very uneventful, but we ended up with a lot of food, so a lot of leftovers. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Same with us. Yeah. Other than that, just chilled and did more, or at least on the weekends, did more Christmas decorating. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. Well, just decorating in general, not just Wait, Christmas hold on, hold decorating. Up. It's that time of the year after Halloween. You know, if it was up to my wife, it'd be before Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But uh, no, just decorating in general. I mean, uh, my my house is pretty barren on the walls. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of pictures and decorations and stuff. But that's what I keep forgetting. All my wall scrolls and pictures to decorate this room. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah, we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still kind of feel like I might move the desk, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, no, it was pretty chill. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I found an elote guy. You told me you almost got <laughs> rear-ended for that. <laughs> I didn't almost get rear-ended, but yes, I, I pumped the brakes pretty damn hard, and I was like, oh, look. <laughs> I haven't seen one in a while. I kind of miss that about the hood. <laughs> I can just see you trying to chase after a van that says free of loath and getting you in there. I won't be kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like a, a fat-ass highlight for me. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Interesting elo- enough. The when I approached the guy said that you know he was all out of his skites and I was like, you know I don't really care. I'm for me it has to be on the cob, you know. Definitely it has to be on the cob, and not in a cup. He said most people want the cup. Why? I don't know. Like I've never heard that before. Like I've seen them before. I just don't like them okay, that way. Esquite is honestly just garbage to me. I mean, you have the cup and you just have the dressing all on top, whereas the cob you have like everything just smothered around it. You can eat it like. Like, enjoy it. Yeah, wipe your drool off, Manny. Wipe your drool off. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was kind of weird that he said most people wanted the cup. I'm assuming maybe because it's messier to get it on the cob. Who cares? Just still weird. I <laughs> I was just kind of like, okay, like, he actually thought, like, most people actually got the cup. So I was like, that's weird. I've never heard that before. I've never met anybody that actually preferred the cup. Alrighty, to our two listeners, send us a DM of what you prefer, the cob or the cup. And, you know, not all of them will be Hispanic, so they might not even know what you're talking about. (laughs) That is true. That is true. It is kind of a bean thing. I guess for the listeners, it's basically... um, Corn on the cob. Well, it's corn on the cob or in the cup. In the cup, which... And they put, like, uh, mayonnaise, cheese, butter, chili. If it's the cob, it's the corn with the stick, and then you... Smother with uh, mayonnaise, then cheese, then butter, then chili powder. Sometimes lime. I don't like the lime. 
I don't either, but I it, just I've seen it sometimes with lime. To me, the lime kills it. You already got the saltiness from and the sourness from the cheese and the mayonnaise and the butter, but yeah, the lime is just overkill. Yeah, but that's kind of one of the common things that you do see pretty often. Mm-hmm. And then the cup is basically the same thing, except they put all the condiments on top and then just loose corn in the bottom. It really of the cup. is. Yeah, it's pointless. It's delicious on the cob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was my fat ass highlight for the weekend. It was great. <laughs> my fat ass highlight was hot Cheetos the whole weekend. I mean, that's every day for you, probably. <laughs> I can't argue with that. All right. Well, let's get into some headlines, Manny. What do we got? All righty. So we got some, uh, some pretty big, actually, anime updates. Uh, so we have about, like, what, nine more days until season four, final season of Attack on Titan. It is very gut wrenching, or I don't even know. How, I'm trying to, I had a brain fart right <laughs> gut there. Gut wrenching. Gut wrenching. There, there you go. go. There you go. I had a brain fart right there. But yeah, it's very gut wrenching, like how hyped it is for this sh- series just in general. Um, I know I saw like uh, a top 10 list where it said, like, the, what was it? Top 10 anime episodes that are most memor- memorable. Okay, so and, like the biggest impact. Yeah. So, and Attack on Titan uh, episode one was actually number three. I, I can see that. That's like an epic episode to kind of introduce, you know? Number two was uh, Death Note. I I never saw Death Note. So did I would, they specify an episode or just Death Note in general? They did. Um, like I said, I didn't pay attention to Death Note, so I wouldn't know what episode it was. Okay. I think it was called Confrontation. I don't remember. I don't remember the episode names, but all right. Yeah. So what what top number one? Uh okay, so you can take a guess if you want. Um it, something it, it, this with is Naruto. All, this is all anime. And by all anime it includes hentai. Okay, so you saying that, I'm gonna say it's probably a hentai because you added that in at the end. Yes. Okay. This is gonna make me lose faith in humanity, isn't it? Yes, actually. Sweet, awesome, fun. All right. <laughs> can you take a guess? Can I take a guess? <sighs> okay, lose faith in humanity. Is it something with lollies? No. No. Is it something with little boys? Well, how how did you come up with that? Well, little girls. No, I'm still trying to think. Faith, lo- lose faith in humanity. So little <laughs> okay, boys. Okay. <laughs> I, I see your reasoning. Yes, it had to do with little boys. Okay. <laughs> so I'll give you a hint. Like, what's the one anime that everybody recommends? <sighs> When they ask for an anime recommendation. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. You're going to say it. I don't know what you're talking about. You already thought of it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> was that really number one? Yes. Boku oh, no Pico my God. was number one of the most memorable anime episode. That's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. I don't know, dude. Like again, at the same with you, lose faith in humanity, especially with the, these damn dirty weebs. That's yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. pretty bad. For the listeners that maybe might not know, go look it up. No, don't, don't, <laughs> don't. It's like if you're looking into Satan's porn collection at that point. <laughs> no, don't look it up. Don't, don't, don't look it up. If if you if you're into anime but you don't know Boku no Pico, don't even bother. Nope. I we are trying to save your innocent eyes at this point. I don't care if you've seen how much hentai, how much gore, how much, so much d- disgracefulness on anime side. Just this is not the one you want. No, that's that's so sad. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, there anything else on the list that maybe uh, wasn't so devastating? <laughs> uh, so if for Naruto was on the list too. I can't remember what place it was. And it was the Gara versus, versus Rock Lee episode in the tuning exams. All right. Mean I remind you, that was actually a very great pumped up episode. So I can agree with it. It was. It definitely was. Yeah. There it was. Uh, Naruto Shippuden was also on there with, uh, let's see, it was the fight with Itachi and Sasuke. That was a pretty good one, too. Although one of my favorite ones was still the one with Pain. Mm. Pain and Naruto. Okay. No, it was more like when uh, Itachi finally died and like just like just presses his fingers on his forehead and he just like rubs like blood down to his face and just falls down. Yeah. So that was that was placed into top t- uh, the top ten. 
other honorable mentions that were placed in the top ten were like, uh, it was uh, One Punch Man. The episode where you had Sonic, uh, Sonic Speed or Sonic Star, I don't remember, that ninja dude. Yeah. Where Saitama accidentally punches him in the balls. <laughs> and that was, that, that was actually number ten. Okay. Another one was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, where Roy Mustang actually uh, finally kills uh, Lust. And there was quite a few other ones. I don't remember too much because I didn't pay attention to the other ones. Yeah. But yeah. Just th- just the devastating one. Yeah, that was. I don't know how that. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so going back to topic then, uh, Tekken Titan finally coming out in December 9th. So we have nine more days for the final season. And I just remember, I just remember seeing a, an article saying that the manga is actually about like one or two percent away from completion. Is it really? Yeah. And they just announced, and I think it was volume thirty-three, which is going to be coming up soon, for Attack on Titan is going to be the final volume for the series. So it looks like we are finally seeing Attack on Titan finally completing in the manga side, and we're finally going to see it completing on the anime side now as well. Nice. They did a much better job with the uh, the later seasons than they did from the first to second. Oh, yeah, dude. Because um, they almost killed themselves, honestly. They did. They did. But when it got to season two and season three, because I rewatched the whole series recently, like about a few months ago, from season one, starting back from episode one. Yeah. All the way to season three. And it just became a shit show with all these plot twisters. Not in a shit show where, like, it, like it annoyed you or anything but a shit show where like it just like you wanted more because all these plot twists just come out of nowhere and stuff and just like jaw dropping and everything yeah no it it definitely started moving really quickly oh yeah definitely uh what i was talking about where they almost killed it was just the release time between season one and two uh yes the postponement yeah so like we had season one it blew up it got so big everybody was super hype on it and then they basically drop off the map for a couple years (laughs) they did they did and like I said, I I barely recently finally watched season two and season three as of recently a few months ago, and I wanted to watch season uh, season two so bad for this anime, but um, I lost interest because of how much they kept postponing the anime after season one was done. So I just lost interest. So season two came out, didn't even bother. Season three came out, didn't even bother. So right around the time season three ended, or maybe it'll be uh, after, I don't remember, because I didn't pay attention because I lost interest. Yeah. But that's when I finally decided to rewatch it from scratch to the latest episode, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, I'm still kind of like in the beginning quarter-ish, pass into season three. Season three? Okay. And it does definitely pick up. It yeah, definitely, definitely picks up. And I'm glad that they're not postponing years in between these, because... That would have killed it for me, for sure. Oh, yeah, def- <laughs> definitely, definitely. Because it took me this long just to get back into it again anyways. Just like uh, Bleach, similar situation. Yeah, uh, yeah. With Bleach, it ended... The way the, mon- the the way the anime ended for Bleach, it ended exactly where the last arc in the manga begins. So now that Bleach is now confirmed for its final season for this specific arc... So this is now going to be the official end in the anime for Bleach. Yes, I'm actually kind of excited for this one. I'm really excited. Um, I still haven't got the chance to watch Burn the Witch, was also created by the the same creator as Bleach. Yeah, you told. I think we mentioned about that one a few months ago, actually, right? Yeah, uh, about a week before in October. Cause that's okay. When, that's when fall anime season started in, in the first week of October. Uh, but some some little. Sad news. I think the, one of the voice actors, I think she's the main voice actor for one of the characters, but she did actually pass away uh, about last month. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe they'll have to scramble to find a, someone just like in a similar situation with Haikyuu, the volleyball anime where uh, I believe it was in the most recent season, not this current season, but the recent, uh, the last season where the voice actor for the head coach passed away. So they had to scramble for the last four episodes, I believe. And it's, I mean, they chose a really good voice actor still, but it's just not the same. Yeah. But yeah, so we got the return of Attack on Titan final season coming up. Really excited for that. And they've just confirmed, and so this is now for another anime. Uh, they just confirmed a third movie installment for the Boku no Hero Academia movies. Really? The okay. My, My Academia movies. Yeah. 
so I think they're going to call it the Three Musketeers because they just said he shall meet the Three Musketeers in the ba- the teaser banner with uh, Deku, uh, I'm trying to remember the names, Todoroki and uh, Bakugo. Yeah, so all three of them, just just their outfits, their co- their hero costumes. Yeah. And just that teaser is like he will meet the Three Musketeers. So my guess is that they could possibly, that could be the whole title or maybe just Three Musketeers is the whole, is the title. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for it. I mean, the anime has been really picking off. Picking up, not picking up, picking off, but picking up, especially with the late, uh, last season that just happened and how it ended and everything. And how the next season that's coming out is going to be like all at war, apparently, I think. So I'm really excited to see how this is going to turn out for My Hero Academia. Yeah, that's actually another one that, for me, was a kind of a hard hump for the first season. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can actually agree with you on that part. But after I got past the first season, yeah, it does pick up really nice. Yeah. And I actually started to genuinely genuinely enjoy it for sure yeah for the the latest season that just passed uh, you'll see all at war with like a yakuza organization so you'll enjoy that one too sweet and some very dark twists all right i got some stuff to look forward to <laughs> this is why i wait and binge <laughs> hey, that's the case that is always the case i mean sometimes you can enjoy it sometimes when you binge it or uh, to others they just rather enjoy watching it week by week yeah all right, cool. We got any other ones? And then the Demon Slayer movie, it has now just passed. It has actually just toppled Titanic off uh, top three. Okay, man, it's just keep moving, huh? It's keeping it moving seems like for every week. all-time all Jap- uh, Japan movie. Um, it just beat Titanic in Japan, and it's just a shy away from Spirited Away. And Spirited Away is a very, very... Well, that's iconic right it's there. It's a very iconic yeah. movie, yes. I mean, that was my childhood when I first watched it or anything. And to this day, I will still enjoy it when I watch it. Yeah. And I mean, even though Spirited Away is iconic, I think it was bound to fall eventually, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just like we were talking about earlier, the culture has been growing over the years so much. Definitely. It was gonna. It was going to topple very soon for sure. Who knows? I mean, like I said, it's it's shy away, but it's it doesn't look like it might get to that point though. We'll see. I mean, it, every week we kind of have another record or some move, some other movie or category mm-hmm, it's passed over, you know. And then we just had uh, Demon Slayer surpass One Piece in manga sales, which is a huge accomplishment. Because yeah, considering the not lo- worldwide sales, because in reality, One Piece actually holds the Guinness World Record for book sales. Yeah. But for sales currently, like monthly, Demon Slayers, uh, Slayer, not Slayers, um, is actually surpassed One Piece. Okay. Despite how big that series is, I'm surprised that he actually did. Well, hell, I'm even surprised how well the movie did as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised by it too. Like, it's a it's a great anime, but I guess maybe I don't have the same enthusiasm that it apparently it's getting right now. And apparently now the director for Your Name is actually showing frustration for his movie being beaten by uh, Demon Slayer as well. That's crazy. It's it's funny actually, not yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we got that. Uh, we got uh, what was that one anime I showed it to you? The uh, Promised Neverland. I think. Yes. yes Promised yes, Neverland. Yes. yes. So I'm very excited. I think that's going to be coming up in January as well. So I'm really excited for that one as well. Uh, another season? Second season. Yes. Sweet. All right. A much darker twist from what you saw. Oh, no. Did you actually finish it? I think so. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Uh, but definitely that anime has left me speechless. I l- enjoyed it so much. I really hated the the orphanage caretaker, uh, Isabel. Mm-hmm. But once I got to the end and my friend showed me as, uh, some manga pieces of her and her backstory and who she really is, she became my favorite character. Really? She became my favorite character. And honestly, I got really feels for her because of how she, what she went through and what's going to take place for her now after she, let, uh, she had those kids uh, escape yeah. the meat farm. All right. So... Sad to say, I think she might be killed off, or maybe she was killed off in the anime. I don't remember. I'd have to rewatch it, honestly. But definitely excited to see how it's going to play out. Cool. I know you didn't enjoy it at the beginning, though, because of the little kids in the beginning, huh? No, but the dark twist got me in. Did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, 
But yeah, definitely it's another good recommendation for anybody that's interested. Promise Neverland. And I'm trying to see what else I had on my list for animes. Uh, do you have any other animes coming up that you're interested in? Um, Nothing that hasn't already been mentioned, pretty much. Hmm, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it, honestly. All right. Well, those are some hefty updates, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got a heavy season ahead of us. There is one anime that also got a lot of... Actually, very got very popular. It just showed girls, like, showing how to actually live like the laid back uh, laid back and just actually go camping so it was it's an actually an anime it's an actually an anime where it's like educational on the terms of like how to go camping how to scout out uh spots to like best suitable for putting up tents food and everything yeah and just relaxing and stuff so that anime got really popular and now it's confirmed for season two and it's actually gonna season two is gonna debut in january as well so i'm actually right. excited for that um, I definitely enjoyed it. It just, I just made myself, it just made myself feel cozy just being in my bed watching it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to go camping, but I like my bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get your house, get your outdoors through the TV. Got it. Pretty much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got, Manny? Uh, so I think that's pretty much it for my anime updates. Uh, now we're going to talk about the Mirai. Yeah, so Toyota released the 2021 Mirai. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me pull up a picture for you, Manny. And I was kind of surprised by the styling uh, decision they actually made for it. And I'm ha- kind of happy they did because how it looked be- before, it looked like ugly, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, it was it was an extremely ugly car. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, actually- it had its benefits because it's a hydrogen car, but... Now that I'm looking at it as we saw it for the first time, definitely it looks very more sporty and just actually really nice looking. It's rear wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So they're making it rear wheel drive. It looks a way more sporty. Um, it's having 400 uh, mile range mm-hmm. and it's putting down pretty much BRZ numbers. Really? Yeah. And it's 50 50 weight balance. I did not know that. So it's kind of like a little sports car. I mean, now, the old Mirai uh, was priced in at about $59,000, though. Uh, I mean, it is. New technology, yeah, yeah, that's kind of the tax you pay. Now, Toyota hasn't released pricing for it, but they said they're going to make it at least 20% 20 um, less. 20% less. So if it's $60,000 and 20% is $60,000, so we're looking at about a markdown about $12,000? Yes, so okay. roughly $48,000. Okay. Still kind of high yeah. up there. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> That's still really high up there, but... but if they if they do say that it's going to be a 20% uh, price range down, that is still a jump. I mean, it is, and who knows if hydrogen is really going to be kind of like a technology that stays with everybody going full, full electric, because mm-hmm. this is a hydrogen electric. Yes. So they're using hydrogen fuel cells to run electric motors and mm-hmm. power batteries and shit. And I mean, it's putting down, eh. I mean, obviously the Teslas are putting down really big numbers, right? This is still putting down BRZ numbers. So roughly... 180 horsepower, and I think it's quoting here about 222, 21 pounds of torque. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not bad, but they don't really have a quote for the weight of the car. So, even with that, Toyota's still claiming about a nine second zero to 60. Okay. That's fucking slow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Really slow off of that, but supposedly has a little bit of torque behind it. Rear wheel drive and 50 50 balance. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what they're doing here, but <laughs> I think the fact that they're kind of giving the Mariah a little bit of style compared to what they had before is kind of a step in the right direction. Yes. And who knows? Maybe hydrogen is, is a good way to do it. Yes. Now, I did have a buddy who used to do this shit. And for you listeners, uh, I. We don't really condone this, so please don't do this. Uh, uh, we, you never know what can happen, and, and please don't try this on your own. But I did have a friend that actually would cause other Mirai drivers to get road rage just to see them speed up so you can see the hydrogen exhaust, um, the trail. <laughs> like he would purposely piss them off on the road just to make them speed up so you can see the exhaust with the hydrogen 
fumes coming out. <laughs> yeah, don't don't try this because that's funny. It's it it can be dangerous. I thought you were gonna say they made hydrogen generators. No, I made one. <laughs> that was actually like a little science project I did. Oh wait, no, I did do that. You did? Yeah, I took an engineering class in a uh, high school. Okay, I did one for uh, college back mm. when I used to actually go. <laughs> but I did one for um uh, for for a class as well, and basically kind of uh utilize the. A separate battery, actually. I used a separate battery, and I created the whole container, bunch of wire, pexiglass, did a full coil. And then, me being me, <laughs> I decided to actually run the hydrogen that it produced into a tube, and I ran it into the intake manifold of my car. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, because I used to spray nitrous in the car. Yeah, no, I remember. So, I removed the port from the nitrous, and I added the hydrogen port to see what it would do. And it actually did something mind you this was a full iron block iron heads mustang mm-hmm. if i probably would have done this in like an aluminum block or aluminum head car i probably would have blew the motherfucker up <laughs> <laughs> but it did kind of give it a little bit of pep into it and what i did notice is that um it cleaned a lot of gunk out of it did it yeah it actually cleaned a lot out of it. i actually ended up keeping the generator for a little while and just running it through my car for or you know 30 40 minutes Every few months. <laughs> it's like in reality, you think you're cleaning a car, but you're actually destroying it. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, the car ran for I years. Know, <laughs> and all I had to do was just disconnect my nitrous port and plug in this hydrogen generator I built. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> it was like a little trial thing. I wanted to see what it would do. Again, temperatures did go up. Performance went up. Mm-hmm. But temperatures did go up pretty significant, to be honest. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I would have been in an aluminum head or aluminum block motor. Kaboom. Or at least a warp. Okay. At least warped it or something. But because this was full iron block, iron heads, I think it was okay. Yeah. And the car ran after I broke the generator. I think the car ran for another couple of years and then I sold it. So mm-hmm. it did okay. 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 <laughs> Try it at home, kids. <laughs> now, do you... Do you think Toyota will actually make be successful in this car now that they revamped the design especially? Because it does look more pleasing, but the price tag is still there. Price tag is really high. And I mean, um, <clears throat> if we're, compare, you know, we're comparing this car to um, internal combustion motors, mm-hmm. let's say we took this car and compared it to an electric car. Mm-hmm. Is it that much more expensive? That gap kind of closes a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Given you can get probably a better Tesla for the money, right? You can, honestly. But the the margin of expensive kind of closes a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So with that in mind, I think it really depends on how far they can advance the hydrogen. True. Right? So if they can get it efficient enough to where... Because they're obviously doing some good, um, some good range out of it. Some great range out of it. Better than the Wrangler. <laughs> that doesn't even count, man. <laughs> but I'll still bring it up. Okay. <laughs> but if oh, they or better than the Hummer too. The Hummer don't exist. Well, <laughs> you know what? I've I've been meaning to check into that actually now that you reminded me. I need yeah. to check into that and see if they actually produced one. Or they just kinda pulled that Homer Simpson mean and just kinda slipped away into the bushes. No, they did produce one. CGI. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean, the range is there. If they can get the power, they might have a competitor. Yeah. They definitely might have a competitor. I don't know if that's the direction, you know, that's the best way to go. But, you know, like everything's still new. Everybody's still kind of gambling technology right mm-hmm. now. And that's that's kind of why we're seeing partnerships like GM and Honda. You know what I mean? We're... People were trying to collab to bring all the research and development costs down for themselves yeah. because everybody's kind of gambling into some research and trying to find out what's going to work the best. Definitely. So we'll see. I mean, if they keep the stylings for these cars like this, cool. <laughs> they look great. They look really good, actually. Definitely. It almost reminds me of a four door BRZ. Does it? Yeah. Take a look at it. You see a little uh, yeah. bit. Of, you see a little bit of the Lexus grill, yes. right on the bottom. But overall shape from headlights and everything, it's almost like a four-door 
uh, GTA 6. Yeah, it really does, actually. So, and the fact that they made it 50-50 balance in rear-wheel drive is kind of cool. Yeah. That's a nice little quirk to it. But it definitely needs some performance. Mm-hmm. A little bit more. I know it's Toyota, and they're not really... They don't like doing big horsepower numbers, but... <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Maybe Lexus will influence them to give a little bit of horsepower to us. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And... uh Next one I actually had was another topic was a car wait, buying experience. Wait, what the fuck is that? I'll post this picture with the with the notes too. <laughs> so this is a uh, Bubble Boy car. <laughs> Bubble Boy. Yes. So with uh, dealerships adapting to car sales, with the COVID going on, right? Mm-hmm. So. They're actually producing this bubble to kind of keep new cars coronavirus free until delivery. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's smart, but it looks shitty as hell. Well, it's not like it stays on the car. It's know, just for I delivery. I know, but it just looks like a bounce house at that point. It does. It looks actually really funny, and it's it's kind of funny that it's come to this, but it's kind of like these ideas that probably just made the inventor a quick millionaire. Yeah. Right? It His invention doesn't have to withstand the test of time. He's going to make a quick million or two or whatever he makes for this while it's there, and then he's gone. Shit, why did I think of that? Right? <laughs> so this is interesting. I'm waiting to see one on the road, which is going to be funny. <laughs> yeah. But it's literally a... Um, well, I mean, it's a bubble. It's kind of like... I don't know if you've ever seen those drive-in garages like you drive in on top of the plastic and then you inflate the whole bubble around your car for like a temporary garage it literally looks like they used one of those now will it be transported in the bubble or how's that gonna work this is this is all done through uh this company that basically produces these and all they're doing is basically cleaning the car disinfecting it all and then bubbling it to make sure that nobody contaminates it when they get there. Yeah. So this isn't really for like, you know, actually transporting in or driving into the trailer or anything. You know what I mean? It's kind of like they're, uh, I guess in a weaker sense, is putting up a post-it saying, hey, the car's been cleaned. Don't fucking touch it. True. Right? So they're going to deliver the cars, disinfect them, and bubble them. Mm-hmm. And that's basically all it is. Okay. So it's kind of an interesting concept. I'm surprised that it actually moved forward everywhere. And I don't know if we'll see them here in the States as much, but this is actually is uh, in India is where it originated from. In India? Okay. Yeah. And apparently they're trying to make uh, deals to get it going in the U.S. now. Okay. So they sanitize them before they're going to customers, and then they add the extra layer of protection, which is the bubble. Mm-hmm. And all it is to kind of make sure that um, nobody messes with them. Yeah. Obviously, there's other countries that are taking COVID a lot more serious than we are. And this is one of the things that popped up. And I thought it was funny to look at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of other countries are doing much better in response again than us, honestly. Yeah. I just want to get back to normal. I'm over it. Really, really over it. Yeah. I need a haircut. <laughs> this fool. Yeah, a little bit. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, I know I don't really like doing rumors a lot. I try to avoid articles that talk about rumors or speculations and stuff like that. Yeah, you're always talking shit on me when I bring up a conspiracy theory. You know what? I have to check you sometimes, Manny. I got to check you sometimes. <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't actually like actually. I don't actually believe those theories. I just actually bring them up just because of how funny they are and stupid. <laughs> All right, so like I said, I don't really like doing uh, rumor stuff, but um, I thought this was kind of interesting. And so Ford Authority is was talking to a Ford executive mm-hmm. about the upcoming Mustangs. What are they planning to do? Are they planning to go hybrid? Are they planning to go electric? What's kind of in the works? And they've been very hush-hush about a lot of details. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that was thrown out was about making an all-wheel drive Mustang. Mm-hmm. And there was not an immediate no. Basically, they kind of have that in the books. Mm. 
So they actually have under consideration of making an all-wheel drive one, which would be an interesting evolution considering, like, if you've ever talked to, like, a hardcore muscle car guy, he'll even tell you that Mustangs today are not muscle cars anymore. Yeah. Because they're not, you know, they're not solid rear axle anymore. They got independent rear suspension now. They're more of a sports car now. Yeah. Technically true, but it's just nitpicking and old old guys fighting technology. <laughs> not keeping up with the times. Basically, basically. But I found this interesting that the all-wheel drive might be in consideration, and this is not talking about the Mach-E. Mm-hmm. Just because if they're considering an all-wheel drive, the only reason I can think that they would do that is for an electric one, mm-hmm. right? That's the only conceivable way I can think of them doing an all-wheel drive. Yeah. And if so, we might be looking at the last internal combustion Mustangs coming out, which in turn is going to follow the last internal combustion muscle cars coming out. I mean, who knows? They might continue with the internal combustion and just have this as a separate trim. I'm sure in the beginning it'll start like that. But you also you also got to think about power trims, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, think about in 2015 when they introduced the EcoBoost. Mm-hmm. The EcoBoost out-trimmed the V6. You did. Right? And then they had the V8. Now, because of that power differential, instead of adding a turbo to the V6, they ended up eliminating the V6. They discontinued it, yes. So, if they're producing electric vehicles that are going to be faster than the V8, more efficient than the V8, they're going to drop it. Mm-hmm. Right? Unless there's a huge outpour of sales for it in lieu of the electric, they're going to drop it. Yeah. So they're going to be together at one point, but it's going to it's gonna be the beginning of the end, basically. In which case, cars might be worth some money later. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the way the business works, you know yeah. what I mean? Um what happened to the V6 and EcoBoost was that everybody was buying the EcoBoost because it made no sense to buy that V6. It did not. It didn't. It it was subpar. So it got dropped. And I feel that's going to be end up being the future of the Mustang too, is that they're going to release an electric. It's going to be more powerful than the V8. Eventually, sales are going to tip the other way, and it's going to disappear. Yeah. Which is sad. But it's just... Uh, a little bit daunting to kind of see it possibly coming back or coming this way so fast. Yeah. I did not see that coming in so fast. Like I said, this is just a rumor right now, but like I said, if the only conceivable way I can see it, my opinion, doing any kind of all-wheel drive is going to be because it's electric. Mm-hmm. So, no bueno. <laughs> the future is coming, Manny, and it's going to it's going to be electric probably. The question is, are you ready though? Um, maybe we'll see. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'll. My next new car is probably going to be electric. Is it? Yeah. So you're buying a Mirai. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of leaning towards a Tesla because I want the self-driving. I commute. Ah, you I, lazy ass. Whatever. You commute. I mean, you yeah, commute, commute inside your own fucking house. So. I commute. <laughs> My next car will probably end up being a Tesla just so I can like hit a button and just let it take me to work. Just get a just just get a Prius so we can straight pipe it. No, it can't drive me to work. But we can straight pipe it. No. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I am probably gonna do a Tesla. Okay. When I get another new car, for sure. Besides that, I spent a lot of money on gas. I don't I yeah, I don't blame you on that. So I think, uh, shoot, I can almost do the car payment just in what I spend in gas. <laughs> but uh, definitely next one. Okay. So I'm ready. I'm definitely Are you ready, though? I am ready. I'm definitely ready, and it's probably going to happen. I've already thought about even just doing it early. <laughs> I know who's ready, though. Huh? Your jack stands. For what? For it to be on there. For a Tesla to be on there? For what? I ain't gonna do no maintenance on that. That's what's nice about electric. <laughs> it doesn't do matter. Much to it. It's it's the curse. You're gonna have it on jack stands. Nothing's on jack stands right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, Manny? All righty. So we did kind of skip it. 
skip this topic because we went straight into the card bubble, but uh, Baja Poker Run. Yeah, so I've been kind of uh, dipping my interest into some off-road stuff. Mm-hmm. And a co-worker of mine actually has a Baja Bug. Yes. And he has it Honda J-swapped. Does he really? Yeah, it's actually really wicked. <laughs> That's interesting. So it's the, I don't know if you know the J-series motors too well. No, no. Uh, Honda V6 motor. Okay. And he has it on his Baja Bug, full long travel suspension. And uh, he has it street legal. He fucking takes it to work with his full road cage and everything. <laughs> it's street legal? Technically. Technically. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, he actually does like uh, all these little competitions with it. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about a poker run, which I don't know if you've ever heard of these, Manny. I've never heard of a poker run. So I kind of have the rules laid out here, which I thought were really interesting. I've never seen anything like, like or heard of anything like this. And apparently they're kind of common with the off-road stuff and like even boats kind of use this kind of stuff. Because when you say poker run in Baja... I just think they're just doing Baja stuff to get to a point to play poker somewhere. Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> yes and okay, no. So, okay. So basically, they uh, they have like a driver's meeting, and uh, they're given GPS coordinates, like a list of them. Okay. So on the announcement it goes, everybody runs to their cars, sets up their GPS systems, and they got four hours to get as many checkpoints as possible and get back to the starting place to, quote-unquote, place their bets before the time expires. So kind of like a scavenger hunt then? I mean, they're not hidden. They give you the GPS coordinate yes, points. but you still have to find it. You still have to... Yeah, well, you can log into the GPS and just kind of try to map a system and just try to hit all the checkpoints, yeah. right? There's seven checkpoints in total. They're not any specific order. You basically have to kind of be smart on which, which ones you want to go to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Obviously, they're different distances away. There's different types of terrain in between them, right? Definitely. Every time they get one, they get a poker chip. A poker chip. They get a poker chip. When they get to that area, they take a poker chip from uh, from like a box that they have in that GPS coordinate okay. location. And once they kind of get there and they get back to the camp, they can actually... That's how they're able to place their bets. They turn in their chips into there. Mm-hmm. And that's how they'll actually get to play the poker. <laughs> okay. Which is kind of a cool concept. Like, I mean, that's obviously something you can't really do on a racetrack, right? No. Because you don't have, like, an open field, open range to go and do things. Unless you're doing Demolition Derby. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> but I thought it was a pretty cool run that that, uh, that you, you can kind of do. So he's actually going to be uh, competing in that, and I think it's this weekend? I'm not sure. I think it's this weekend. Mm-hmm. He said that he did really well last time thought it was kind of a cool little competition to do you know i told him to take a bunch of pictures and videos and maybe i'll bring them on to kind of talk about it and maybe shed a little bit more insight on how it goes and what kind of like strategies you can really take to that yeah just a super super cool different world i guess you know that i didn't really know that know much about so i kind of want to go do a poker run now <laughs> okay so that's actually pretty fun i i didn't know there was competitions like that Okay, for sure. That's honestly, I'm actually really interested in it. Now that you just told me it, yeah, no, it looks like a lot of fun, and it's definitely something different compared to like just doing drag racing or just doing you know road courses or things like that. You know, obviously, there's like the Baja 1000 and Enduro Baja tournaments where they just have these long, long rides. You know, yeah. But this one is like literally kind of a free for all. You make your own course and just get to where you need to go. You know. Mm-hmm. So you figure seven points four hours, that's some pretty decent traveling, honestly. <laughs> that's pretty much enduro in itself, you know. Yeah. Um, they do allow passengers. Oh, okay. So, so they, like ride alongs and stuff. So I'm unclear on those rules. I kind of just got a quick overview of the rules, you know. But I'm unsure if it's uh, only ride along or they're allowed to like switch drivers. You know what I mean? Because four hours is quite a bit of time to be kind of jamming out and trying to find everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's if it's if they're allowed to switch drivers or they just have the passenger there just to kind of like guide them through the GPS. Okay. So like a co-pilot then. Yeah, or or kind of like a I forget the actual name but the 
the passenger with rally racing. Yeah. You know, they call out the turns and all that kind of stuff. Same kind of concept. I don't know if it's like that or they're allowed to switch because this is a four-hour thing. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a pretty cool uh, concept. So I'm, I might invite him on, see if he wants to come by and, uh, and talk, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, talk more about it? Okay. So, no, I'd be, I'd be down to hear more about this, honestly. Yeah, it sounded really fun. I was like, that's, that's different. It's mm-hmm. definitely something different, you know? I, I want to see about if he'll come on. We'll talk about it and see if we can kind of shed some uh, some learnings into the off-road world. Yes. But yeah, that's all I had, man. Unless you just want to come to my house and off-road. <laughs> just jump in a random Toyota pickup and go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that sounds good. We'll set up our own poker poker run in your yard. <laughs> down, down. All right. That sounds like a plan, Manny. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Cool, but that's all I had, dude. I'm good. Alrighty. So we really haven't really done this much in a while, actually. And so to bring it back, so we started doing IG questions again. Yeah. Mostly because we kept forgetting to post them. And we just we've just been really busy with like planning and everything. Yeah. Although also if uh anybody just tunes into the Twitch before the show, we're gonna start doing um the Twitch streaming before we record. So if anybody wants to pop in and do ask some questions. Say hello and everything. Yeah, or even just ask some questions we can talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. Then we can also do that. Definitely. Especially when we forget to post a question. But <laughs> we'll go ahead, Manny. Okay, so for our question was, and we kind of touched, uh, touched upon this and everything earlier in the, in the beginning of the episode, but with uh, 2020 ending soon, uh, what are the, some upcoming animes that everybody's hyped for? And about two people actually said uh, Bleach. And we kind of talked about this already, but definitely we're really hyped for Bleach. Oh, now yeah. That, now that it's been officially confirmed that it's coming back soon for the last arc. In the, that been was, waiting for this one for a while. Yes, definitely. I mean, this was an anime that I grew up with in middle school, high school, just watching it and just how really well done it was. Granted, it did fell off, and one of the main reasons was fillers. Yes, and the most convoluted fillers ever. <laughs> it was just very over excessive with the filler episodes and filler arcs because there was multiple filler arcs. Yeah, but what got me was just how they were in random different timelines, mm-hmm. and it it just made it so confusing sometimes. Yeah, I think the. Uh, Hey, I mean, the creators don't really have uh, much direction or power on how the directors can, or like the studio company can decide on how the uh, the anime goes forward and stuff, unless they get exclusive rights to be the one to be working on it, which, uh, which is the reason why we get some really good animes, because the original creators still get to voice in it. But I think for the most part, the anime was just catching up to the manga too much. And they were just trying to figure out how to like prolong it so they wouldn't catch up to it. Yeah. That's my guess. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's something we can do a little bit more digging into Mm -hmm. and see what was going on in the background. Yeah. But definitely because of all those fillers, it just dropped in ratings. And so they had to cancel it. It was still a really good show and everything. But because of that, the ratings went down. It got canceled. And everybody was just sad because it was a really good show. It just... Lost its potential because of the fillers. Yeah. Which is surprising, though, for One Piece, rarely you see fillers. I'm sorry. I still don't like that one. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But despite, like, how many episodes they have so far, I think I remember at least maybe five fillers. I don't remember. I mean, I don't know if you would count, like, the episodes that are just mainly backstories as fillers, but... I don't know. I mean, and to me, a filler is something that just doesn't have to do at all with the main storyline. I don't know. I've never watched enough of it, to be honest. But I'm just saying in general for fillers. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Uh, well, so- I mean, you know, just like, uh, let's say like in the Naruto, they have backgrounds where they did uh, Kakashi's background when they showed Rin and Obito and you know what I mean? Those were technically fillers, but it had background story, right? It did. And it was canon still. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there are technically fillers that could be just background character development and whatnot. But they're still considered fillers, right? No, yeah. Well, actually, no, they were in the manga. Were they? Yeah. Just that 
in the anime, they overplayed it so many times. Mm, I guess. No, it's it, that's really what happened. <laughs> I read the manga. Did they overplay it that much? In the anime, yes. Oh. Uh, so another response, and of course, more One Piece. <laughs> i i don't know i mean honestly and then for another anime that was actually i did not think about this actually so junji ito is a very well-known manga creator and series creator for horror series actually some of his works have actually been made into movies like one where Fish and marine life actually grew insect legs and invaded uh, actual dry land and just started on a killing spree and everything. So you would see like uh, great white sharks on on, like spider legs going around just like chasing people on the streets and stuff. Yeah. And I think it had to do because there was a flood and it just like transferred all the fish throughout the throughout dry land. So it scattered them and everything more. If I remember, because I didn't really see the, the movie. But I kind of had an idea where it came from and everything. But Junji Ito really did create, a, and is actually really well known for his horror um, horror series creations that he's made. And so one of his creations is actually going to get an anime that's going to be featured on Toonami and Adult Swim called uh, Uzumaki. So I haven't got really much to like check it out and everything because I never bothered because I didn't think yeah. it would it would get this so much hype, but apparently I'm getting, I'm seeing that people are getting hyped for this. So I'm going to have to look in more into it and see if it's actually worth watching or interesting for me in particular to actually want to watch it. Okay. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all the responses we got. Cool. All right. Well, uh, you got any personal updates on the projects going? Mm, no, it's been pretty much quiet for me, uh, especially with the holiday week with Thanksgiving and everything. So there wasn't really much to do, especially since I was working most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, that's true. Uh, for me, my my help <laughs> that I was going to have for ah, my fox yes, body. Yes. So my buddy's doing some surgery. Hopefully he comes out okay from it. It's unfortunate because he is kind of a young guy to be doing so much surgery for him. But mm-hmm. he's going to be out for a little bit. And that was going to be my help for, uh, for the K-member on the Mustang. Yes. So hopefully he's okay out of this, and uh, I can put him back to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but for real, like he's young, and it, it sucks that I guess you know he needs to do the surgery to to do good. So, no. like I said, good vibes. Hopefully he's gonna be okay and pull out of this just fine and be healthy. Maybe in a month or two. Why do you say a month or two? Because that's what he said. Uh, I thought you want to rush him so you can work on your car. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I still got to order the parts anyways. Yeah. So I got to I gotta get those parts ordered. And uh, there's a couple parts that I kind of have to hunt. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, there's no traditional replacement order for them no more. So I'm going to have to kind of make something work. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's nothing major. It's a ball joint. It's just, it's just that there's no replacement ball joints for that specific one. So I'm going to plop it off and... Um, just mix, mix and match. Basically, I, yeah, yeah. Try to find something. I mean, even if I get the, the stud that's actually too long, I'll get creative and cut it or do something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll mess with it and figure it out. And as soon as I kind of got those, at least this way, I kind of have fresh suspension to put in. Yes. Fresh ball joints, bearings, every, everything. You know what I mean? Fresh hub. I don't have to install everything, throw the whole K-member and arms and suspension up, and then have to take it apart immediately after, you know? Definitely. So I just want to make sure I kind of, you know, cross my T's, dot all my I's, and then and then I'll get to work on it. Yeah. Because right now it's out of the car, it's just laying there, and it's really easy to do. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. But uh, that's all I got right now for the, for the Fox, at least. Okay. Everything else is... Uh, you know, it's pending. <laughs> okay, okay. With that, we'll probably call that an episode. And uh, be sure if you guys are are uh, listening in, make sure that you guys uh, check out our Twitch. We do a little bit of streaming before. I think we're going to start doing uh, Mondays at 8. And we'll, that's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. We'll try to stay, stick to Mondays at 8. And uh, we'll just kind of be chit-chatting, talking about some other random stuff that won't be on the show. And uh, see if we can get Manny's time to go down on the... Uh, 
<laughs> on our everyday driver ripoff. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we you know just have some fun going on there. Definitely. And um, with that, Manny, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Unaccepted Pod, and we do have a website at unacceptedpod.com. And now you can find us on Twitch at Unaccepted Pod. Yes, and be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review anywhere you're listening or watching this podcast. Uh, if you want to send us a question, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Adios.